In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In his encyclical letter on the kingship of Jesus Christ, dated December the 11th, 1925, Pope Pius XI wrote, quote, Therefore, by our apostolic authority, we institute the feast of the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ to be observed yearly throughout the whole world on the last Sunday of the month of October. The Sunday, that is, which immediately precedes the Feast of All Saints. We further ordain that the dedication of mankind to the Sacred Heart of Jesus be made annually on that day. Close quote. So let us kneel and pray the prayer of consecration of the human race to the Sacred Heart of Jesus as mandated by Pope Pius XI. My most sweet Jesus, Redeemer of the human race, look down upon us humbly prostrate before Thy cross. We are Thine, and Thine we wish to be. But to be more surely united to Thee, behold, each one of us this day freely consecrates himself to Thy most sacred heart. Many indeed have never known Thee. Many too, despising Thy precepts, have rejected Thee. Have mercy on them all, most merciful Jesus, and draw them to Thy sacred heart. Be Thou King, O Lord, not only of the faithful who have never forsaken Thee, but also of the prodigal children who have abandoned Thee. Grant that they may quickly return to their father's house, lest they perish of wretchedness and hunger. Be Thou King of those whom heresy holds in error or discord keeps aloof. Call them back to the harbor of truth and the unity of faith, so that soon there may be but one fold and one shepherd. Be Thou King of all those who even now sit in the darkness of idolatry or Islam and refuse not Thou to bring them into the light of Thy kingdom. Finally, turn Thine eyes of pity upon the children of that race which was for so long a time Thy chosen people and let Thy blood which was once invoked upon them in vengeance, now descend upon them also in a cleansing flood of redemption and eternal life. Grant, O Lord, to Thy Church assurance of freedom and immunity from harm. Give peace and order to all nations and bring it to pass that from pole to pole the earth may resound with one cry. Praise to the divine heart that wrought our salvation. To it be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Today is the feast of the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace, a kingdom of justice, love 
and peace. Hopefully by now, because I've mentioned him on numerous occasions, all of you are at least somewhat familiar with Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. He was the Apostolic Nuncio, the Pope's representative to the United States, from October of 2011 until April of 2016. He just wrote an open letter that's dated October the 23rd, 2021, that's addressed to Archbishop Gomez. Archbishop Gomez is the Archbishop of Los Angeles, California. He's the current President of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. So this open letter is addressed to Archbishop Gomez and also to all of the bishops of this country. And it's secondarily addressed to Cardinal Ladaria, who's the prefect for the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith in Rome, and also to Cardinal Müller, who's the former prefect of that same congregation. It's an important letter because, as far as I know, it's the only testimony to the truth. And I emphasize, testimony to the truth. Precisely what our Savior Jesus Christ speaks about in today's Gospel. It's the only testimony to the truth that I know of that has been published with respect to what has been going on in our world and also in the Catholic Church in the last couple of years with regard to the supposed COVID pandemic and now this mass-scale vaccination that's taking place. I strongly, strongly urge all of you, make the effort to read the letter in its entirety. It's not too long. You can find it, I don't know if in other places, but you can certainly find it on the website of the Remnant Newspaper. So if you just go, just remnantnewspaper.com, you can find the entire text of the letter there. Again, it's not too long. I want to read to you, I want to quote to you his conclusion. Listen very carefully. He is giving testimony to the truth. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of truth and life. Quote, I realize that it may be extremely unpopular to take a position against the so-called vaccines. But as shepherds of the flock of the Lord, we have the duty to denounce the horrible crime that is being carried out, whose goal is to create billions of chronically ill people and to exterminate millions and millions of people based on the infernal ideology of the Great Reset formulated by the president of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and endorsed by institutions and organizations around the world. The silence of so many cardinals and bishops along with the inconceivable promotion of the vaccination campaign by the Holy See, represents a form of unprecedented complicity that cannot continue any longer. It is necessary to denounce this scandal, this crime against humanity, this satanic action against 
God. Close quote. Remember in particular this phrase that Archbishop Vigano uses to describe what's going on with this mass-scale forced vaccination campaign. Satanic action against God. Every single Catholic has a very grave obligation to reject all these so-called vaccines and to oppose them as best as one can. And Archbishop Vigano, he gives two main reasons. This is why I encourage you to read the whole letter. He, he explains it in a little bit more detail. He gives a lot of footnotes. He also talks about how he's consulted with some excellent and faithful Catholic doctors on a lot of these points. There's a lot more information in the actual letter. I'm just kind of summarizing it very quickly. He gives two main reasons why Catholics must refuse the so-called vaccines against COVID. And those two main reasons is, number one, the proportionality between the presumed benefits of the gene serum and the short-term and long-term adverse side effects. And number two, which I've mentioned since the very beginning, is their connection with abortion. One of the things that Archbishop Began also explains in the letter, which I think many of you know, is that properly speaking, they're not really vaccines. It has more to do with altering the genetics, and that's why he calls it the gene serum. I'm going to just read to you briefly, it's a very short quote on how he kind of explains this first reason, and then a brief quote on the second reason. And again, I'm just kind of summarizing. But it's very important to understand the argument that he's making from proportionality because initially when a first document came out of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, and this would have been, I think, back in December of 20... Maybe December 2020. I forget. The document specifically said it wasn't addressing this argument of proportionality because basically the CDF, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, was saying, look... We're not really basing this initial, let's say, document on the medical evaluation of these, again, so-called vaccines, because there's not enough information out. And so it's significant also about Archbishop Vigano's letter as he's making the case and saying, look, there's a lot of evidence that is already out that shows that it's completely out of proportion the possible benefit from the vaccine to the grave, grave harm that it is already caused and the potential for immense harm. And this is very significant because clearly, based on our Catholic Church teaching and Catholic morality, when you have something this disproportionate that's causing already so much harm and has potential to cause incredible greater amount of harm, that's why our obligation is so grave. And you're going to notice also that something that's very significant is he specifically points out all the harm that is being done to some of the ones that are the most vulnerable ones. It's, I think, very significant how it's very clear after, you know, reading also Archbishop Vigano's letter of how this truly is a satanic attack against the truth and against life. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of truth and a kingdom of life. Summarizing what Archbishop Vigano writes about that first reason, the proportionality, he writes, quote, Worldwide, 
the number of deaths and grave pathologies following vaccination is increasing exponentially. In only nine months, these vaccines have caused more deaths than all vaccines in the last 30 years. In many nations, such as Israel, for example, the number of deaths after vaccination is now greater than the number of deaths from COVID. The drugs sold as vaccines do not give any significant benefit and on the contrary may cause a very high percentage of deaths or grave pathologies. Therefore, there is a grave moral obligation to refuse inoculation as a possible and proximate cause of permanent damages or death. Close quote. And then with regard to the connection with abortion, this is also extremely significant because basically the Archbishop is saying, look, the connection with abortion is even more extensive than we were first told. Quote, Revelations from Pfizer executives have recently been released showing that the mRNA gene serums contain aborted fetal material not only for the production of the original vaccine, but also for its replication and production on a vast scale. And nothing suggests that other pharmaceutical companies are an exception. Close quote. Archbishop Viganò specifically mentions how these vaccines are causing harm. And here, think in particular life. Think in particular life. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of truth and life, not a kingdom of lies and falsehoods and death. Notice the ones he highlights that are being most affected by these, adversely affected by these vaccines, and how close they are to the gift of life and the beginning of life. He writes about the grave harm that has already occurred to many pregnant mothers in terms of miscarriages. He talks about the grave harm that is being already occurring to newborn infants and nursing infants, infants that are being nursed, all the ones that have already died. And he mentions kind of in passing, because I think this just, I mean, maybe this just got approval, and this truly is diabolical. President Biden's plan to, and, and I think this is supposedly supposed to be mandatory, to vaccinate up to 28 million children of the smallest ones, the most innocent souls, ages 5 to 11. And it, particularly in this instance is where you see the diabolical nature of this disproportionality. Because something that the Archbishop rightly points out is he says, look, in these small children, it's almost a 0% chance that they're even going to contract this virus or that it can harm them in any way. Why in the world would anyone even think of subjecting them to any possible harm in the future? Again, Christ's kingdom is the kingdom of truth and life. We cannot as Catholics just be giving lip service to Christ the King. Now is a desperate time when we have to stand up for His truth and the life that He has given us. Not the opposite, which is deception and death. 
That's the kingdom of Satan. And that's what's been going on throughout this campaign with the scandemic of COVID and now also especially with the vaccinations. Deception and death. What can you specifically do? I think it's extremely important that every one of us do this very seriously, that we really take some time to look to Christ the King on the cross. To really make an act of faith. Christ is our Lord, God and King. He is the truth. We follow Him. We obey Him. We follow the teachings of His church. Even when the vast majority of prelates in the church have basically abandoned Christ and are abandoning His teachings. Because what's most significant also about this letter by Archbishop Viganò, it's not so much that he's saying it. It is Christ the King who commands us to be faithful to the truth and to life. It doesn't take a genius, hopefully, to figure out that all these things that have been going on are the opposite. Again, lies, misinformation, deception, and death. Look to Christ the King and recognize, this is so important, recognize the extreme situation that we're in. Particularly also the extreme situation that the Holy Catholic Church is in. And again, this didn't happen overnight. The reason why we're in the situation that we're in now is because already for a good 50 years, we have been disobeying Christ the King Time after time after time after time. And we've been disobeying the truth in a very basic way. The truth is is that Christ is the King and the truth, His truth, is our Catholic religion. The Holy Catholic Church, above all, has the orders, the mandate from our King, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take this truth to the ends of the earth and to evangelize all peoples, to baptize them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, and to teach them the truth that He has taught. To teach all nations the Catholic truth. In so many ways, this has been disobeyed. Gravely disobeyed for years and years and years and years now. Where there's so many in the Catholic Church, I mean, probably, maybe more than 99% of the bishops of the Catholic Church, they haven't been teaching this. They've been teaching a false ecumenism. You don't really have to be Catholic. We all believe in God. We all believe in Christ. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, it shouldn't surprise us that after so much disobedience of Christ the King and the truth of the Catholic religion, that now so many of them are not even going to be faithful to the simple truth. Because this is what it's about. The letter of Archbishop Vigano is just presenting the simple truth to all of the bishops of the United States and urging them, urging them for their upcoming fall assembly that they're going to have in Baltimore, basically in two weeks. It's also why he wrote the letter now, because he's urging them and saying, look, you as shepherds of the flock, you have an incredibly important duty to witness to the truth of what's taking place. How many of the U.S. bishops are going to listen? 
You can take your guess, but I've got mine, and it's a very small number. What's been happening is basically this. Again, this isn't just happening out of thin air. Sadly, the Catholic Church, what she's doing is she continues to follow the trajectory that she's been following in many ways in the last 50 years. She continues to adapt herself to a secular agenda. One that is truly atheistic and materialistic. She continues to adapt herself to a secular agenda rather than converting all nations to Jesus Christ and the Catholic religion. Rather than witnessing to the truth that she bears. She alone has the truth because it's been given to her by her Master and Lord, by her spouse, our Savior Jesus Christ. And this is what's happened in the last couple of years. The Catholic Church, rather than heeding and witnessing to the simple truth about what's taking place, she's adapted herself to this secular agenda. You know, powerful atheistic, communistic forces in the secular world, the globalists, put out this plan and it's becoming more and more obvious that the whole COVID scam was to push this vaccine. And if someone says, why do you say that, Father? Again, the little children. The little children are witnessing to the truth and are being sacrificial lambs. You couldn't get a clearer example of how the nefarious and infernal, the word infernal meaning from hell, you couldn't get a clearer example of how this infernal agenda is has to do with truly spreading evil and death through the vaccines when you're trying to mandate the vaccination of the smallest little children that are practically immune from all, all the any harm. Why would you do that? Recognize the very grave situation that we're in and make a greater effort to start with yourself to ask our Lord, to ask Jesus who is King, to truly reign in your mind, in your will, in your heart, in your soul, in your body. Because it's going to be difficult. Obviously, what we also have to try to do is we have to do our best to spread this, the truth to others and to keep insisting that we have to oppose this vaccination agenda with all our strength. Many aren't going to listen. Many are going to make excuses. Well, we have to try. But above all, what we have to do is make every single effort to continue to purify our own minds, wills, hearts, and bodies. Because really, it's very sad what's happened. Basically, what has happened is there's so many Catholics that are ignorant and that they've gone ahead with this vaccination thinking that, well, it's something good, you know, whatever. The government, whoever is looking out for my health or for my own good, and so they're thinking that they're, you know, doing something good. One of the basic problems here is that they've allowed... And this is over time, it's not just all of a sudden. Over time they've allowed their mind to be poisoned by the world. And to trust more in the ways of the world, in the thinking of the world, in the doings of the world, the so-called experts in the world, than really allowing our minds to be ruled by Christ and by His commands and by the teachings of the Catholic Church. Make every effort then to pray. And again, to pray with faith and to pray from your heart. We want the Lord Jesus to reign over us. 
not the thinking of the world and not the agendas of the world, not the globalist and secular and infernal agendas of the world. We want the Lord Jesus to reign over us. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of truth and life, not deception and death. And pray to Jesus the King, Jesus King, annihilate everything in my mind that is opposed to Thee. Come and reign in my mind. Jesus King, annihilate everything in my will that is opposed to Thee. Come and reign in my will. Jesus King, annihilate everything in my heart that is opposed to Thee. Come and reign in my heart. Jesus King, annihilate everything in my body that is opposed to Thee. Come and reign in my body. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.